0: Got you Back Podstream is brought to you by KinPrint. For all your company's promotional needs, they do it all. Apparel, promotional products using the highest quality brands. They do logo design, signage, and printing. KinPrint will promote your brand with excellence. Visit kinprint.ca.
1: The Oilers are back, so that means we are back. Welcome back, everybody, after a brief hiatus where well, we're all recharging for what's going to be, I'm sure, a long and exciting second half, quote-unquote, part of the Oilers season. Got Your Back launches the second half of the season. I'm Jason Stradwick. I'll be uh, running uh, the show today. Got Your Back, brought to you by Shure Buick GMC. They're thrilled to announce that they proudly maintained this position as the number one volume GMC dealer in Canada for an incredible six consecutive years. They want to thank you for making them your preferred dealership. And here's to many more years of shared success. Visit our good buddy, Phil, and the crew insured Parker online at www.gmcpod.com. Hello, everybody. Great to see you. I've missed you. I've mi- No, no, not you guys. I've missed <laughs> you guys. And I'm here in my favorite place, my long shot studio. Experience the best indoor golf in Sports Bar in Edmonton and Shored Park. I was there last week. I was there hanging out. I didn't stroke the balls. I was playing. Uh, I was talking to a buddy. Pretty fun time out there, everybody. So I have missed all you guys. And now you two, Rob Brown and uh, uh, Ryan uh, Rashad, welcome in. It looks like you two spent a lot of time in the sun. You don't have any more tan than I do. How many game boards were you guys playing board games were you guys playing down there?
2: There are there's no sunshine inside the pubs, Struts. And me I, I surprised my mom at Puerto Vallarta. My mom and I like to have a margarita. So we were inside a few times. And I thought I thought you and I were doing the second half. I didn't know you were running the whole show. Like seriously, were yeah. you supposed to be doing the whole show? No. Because no. by the look on the by the look on Shogger's face, we were both really shocked when you started this off. I'm like, oh my goodness. Strudge just took complete over.
0: Yeah. He actually well, not, was, was not supposed to. <laughs> I was literally. I was about to start talking and all of a sudden Strudge just burst onto the scene. No. He did the, the the sponsor read, the hellos. Yeah. Like I was going to run the first half of the pod no. and then let you guys what? finish. And you just took over Strudge. <laughs> let, let, let me
1: get the text. Hold on. Where's the text you said? I, I hear this this morning. Um, where does it say?
0: <laughs> I, it says, I, I missed that text no too.
3: And while he's looking the for the that, I'll just right say that we may me. not okay. we may not have even heard him, uh the viewing audience in the first part because I was expecting Chugger as well. So oh. we could hear oh. you, but until you I came did. up on the single, there's probably nothing. <laughs> oh. We'll fix it for the audio version. But
1: 7 17 AM from two from Sugar. Probably get you to host tonight if that's okay. I'll stick around for a segment. But let you and Brownie land the plane. I thought I was hosting the whole thing. I you I as, know, I thought as, you like, did a really, really good ways. job. It was good. Yeah, I
2: when I used to be at Six Thirty Chet, we used to have some some fan get to come in and host for a night. So I thought you sounded very similar to that.
1: Oh, oh you're welcome, Everton and Mario and Calgary. That was Everywhere. amazing. We're not even going to talk about what you did
0: with the long shot studio read. Oh you my just, goodness, you, you broke our podcast <laughs> 35 seconds in with that Gosh. gem of the night. That's our gem <laughs> of the night already. I'm not going
1: to be around for the gem of the night, but that's it, guys.
0: Uh, nope. Hey, okay,
1: well, go ahead, Shunker. You take it from here, bud. <laughs> yeah, no, hey, nice job, buddy. Nice job.
0: No, I will I will hand the reins back to you. Uh, everybody have a good break. Like, I'm still uh, enjoying some time here. I'm in San Jose mm-hmm. del Cabo. It's been just an unbelievable uh, week. Had a lot of fun staying at this place called uh, Poseidon's Cove. It's this unreal little hole in the wall we found, you guys. Private pool, private hot tub. The ocean's right back there. This whole facility to ourselves, it's like we found an absolute gem here out in Cabo. So it's been really good. Brownie, you are in Mexico too, buddy.
2: I was, yeah. I visited my mom in Puerto Vallarta. She had no idea mm-hmm. I was coming. I, I flew down there. Her husband knew. I got to the condo. I called him. When I called him, it meant, when I, excuse me, I called my mom, pretended I was walking the dogs in Edmonton. When, I, when she answered the phone, that meant the husband came down to let me in. And then I said, oh, mom, I got to go. I got to go. Uh, the dogs are running. So hold on. I went upstairs and opened the door. and She sat on the couch and she's like in complete shock. Now, Come on. Uh, I was a little worried that there might have been too much shock, but, uh, but she recovered quickly. And it was, she said the first time in her life she's ever been fully surprised. And then I had five great days with my mom and her husband, Dale. And we uh, awesome. we saw a lot of good music, had a lot of good margaritas. It was a wonderful trip. So, hey
0: threads, what you do? That's so cool, man. Mm. Yeah, that's so cool.
1: <laughs> I was still waiting for the text the invite hey Zoobs, we're just back here holding down the fort old uncle strutty and Auntie Zooby we're just hanging out waiting for the call what, why does Zooby get to be the auntie like how did that I don't mean? know that's
0: not a role that's not a role tonight <laughs> no no you're not there's no, no role happening strategy
1: but you, you know showed what, you up for work and we're grateful
2: you didn't land a plane tonight strudge you crashed
1: the
0: plane very early
1: I I guess was there anyone else there with you uh Shager, just you and uh your wife that was it That's it yeah Yeah no Randy it. and I
0: I mean we happened to be in the same vicinity as as our good friend Jack Michaels uh, he oh, was celebrating his 50th this year and uh Louis Debrusque and his wife ooh, also whoa, were, were happened so, to be in whoa. the vicinity so we might have TV right. guys all the wow. TV guys get
2: together Oh I see coincidence wow. yeah. bumped into each coincidence other Coincidence
0: that the TV guys get to yeah.
2: go away to Poseidon's Cove well <laughs> I'm Wild. with my mom, and Struds is with Auntie. So I
0: mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Struds, if you if you bump up those TV appearances a little bit, maybe you'll get the invite next year. Brownie, we'll see. You? If you there? get your name, if you get your name on the podcast, Brownie, maybe we'll get you invited out here. So Was Darren
1: Drager there? Drager with one R. Was he there as well? There. Uh, Ray okay.
0: <laughs> Let uh let's get to the breakdown, guys. And just so we'll lay out the podcast here. We are live streaming on Twitter and on YouTube. Hope our signal is okay. We're kind of not dealing with the usual conditions that uh, that we have. So if we're a little laggy and such, uh bear with us. Struds and Brownie are gonna uh take the second half of the podcast, but we were gonna hop in here for the breakdown, and then we've got another night, guys. Another night of the Zubi Wed game. What a perfect thing to do from Mexico on a Sunday night. Episode two of the Zubi Wed game, Brownie.
2: <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I mean I, I still got the, the the good tan that I had. I mean Strauss is a little pale, but I mean you and yeah. I'll carry it. whether right. or what was the guy what was the famous older actor that always was tanned all the time. George Hamilton. George Hamilton. You and I got mm. George Hamilton looks going and then you got Squidward over there mm. here at Long Shots. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Streds, you want to give a little Joni Mitchell shout out before we get started? You were very passionate no, off no, air about I, it. I
1: can't. I'm saving it for later. I am sa- I cannot. Oh, we got a little musical right.
0: Struddy's world tonight?
1: Can't. Can't Ooh. do it. But yeah, right. she was great. Anyways.
0: Okay, let's get to the breakdown. Uh, and the breakdown will be brought to you by Mr. Dirk, the iconic men's clothing store in Edmonton, founded in 1939, just off White Avenue and 102nd Street. They have everything you need for every aspect of your wardrobe. they got a huge lineup of casual clothes, an amazing selection of brand name suits as well. They can do customs. Just a fantastic spot to go and elevate your wardrobe. Visit MrDirk.com to see all that they have to offer. So uh, you mentioned Pierre Lebrun. It's funny he had to cover the All-Star game. Nobody complains about the All-Star game being more meaningless than Pierre LeBrun all year and they dropped it into Toronto so we had no choice but to go and cover the thing I don't know where you guys come out on it maybe we can get to that in a minute but I saw pieces of it I can't watch necessarily in its entirety down here in Mexico but I saw highlights and skills and was keeping track of things struds. I know you paid close attention thoughts kind of overall bud how much of an upgrade in the experience was it this year
1: well, first off, it wasn't by choice. I was being held hostage. My kids like to watch it, my two boys. So uh, I wasn't a willing participant. I wish I could say or said I did nothing. I watched nothing, but I had to. Um, but what I, I, I did see the skills competition, I saw, you know, most of the games, not all of them. For sure, the last game with McDavid and Matthews going at each other. And honestly, I thought it went off really well. Of the ones I've watched recently... I think it was the best one done. There wasn't much corniness. The draft was horrendous, just absolutely horrendous. I'll say that. But after that, I thought it really was quite good. And the reason it was horrendous is because it was so long, so slow. Just pick them out. Let's just get going. Um, And those guys, they don't want to be funny. So don't try to make them be funny. So other than that, though, I I thought it went off really, really well. Um, I I really, I actually, I got to say, I enjoyed it. And usually I dread it. So yeah, it was good.
2: Well, you, with the, the skills, hockey was always tough. Went, when you had like the basketball all-star game, you could have a dunk contest and you can have props in there, but it's still the athletic ability of the guy jumping over the clown or jumping over yeah. two guys <laughs> and slam dunking. So, and then they have the three-point shooting. I think the NHL just got too hokey, and they made mm-hmm. up events like yeah, nice the, the skill level in the NHL is incredible. What those guys can do, well, let's let them do it at the best. So, so when they, I was watching the highlights of the 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 obstacle course, all the different things they did that was cool, and I love the fact the effort they put in. They showed Kale McCarr afterwards, and then they showed three guys went, and then they went back to Kale McCarr on the bench, and he was still exhausted. Mm-hmm. So there was there there was an intensity about it. The, these guys are proud; they want to do well. Other than Kucherov, but they all wanted to do well, <laughs> and I thought the the skills was great. the The hockey games there was two shootouts to to decide who goes to the finals, and I know that. Euler fans won't love it, but I mean, what a great ending if you're uh, the NHL, the Toronto group is playing against McDavid, the Toronto group wins on their home ice and Matthews gets the MVP.
0: So I don't think it could have gone any better for the NHL. So because it's an Euler-based podcast, let's maybe talk some Euler content here, Strud's. I mean... There were a few articles written about Connor McDavid uh, you know being asked for some input by the National Hockey League on the All-Star game and he was willing to engage in that conversation so he played a role and had some suggestions on how to maybe make things a little bit more realistic make things a little bit more serious and actually truly make it somewhat of a skills competition and not just kind of a goof off competition and so they do it they dial it in and it becomes about the pure skills and he wins himself a million bucks. So there's something just, I'm sure Euler fans uh, love that, and good for Connor McDavid, something kind of poetic about that.
1: To stand atop all those guys, like, they were amazing. Those 12 players are absolutely amazing. I don't know if they're the, like, we could probably debate if they're the 12 best, but they're definitely within the top 15 or 20. All these guys are amazing. So uh, the talent that was on the ice and the speed they're doing things at, the problems that they, in many cases, may look too easy. But Connor won, if I remember correctly, four of the eight competitions, which is crazy. I mean, to, to, <laughs> yeah. to, to beat out the best of the best of the best four out of eight times, it is just, to me, I, I was so impressed by him. And it's just another thing to say, hey, Brownie, this guy's amazing.
2: Well, and actually, it's four out of six because each guy got to sit out two competitions. So two of the ones that McDavid yeah. didn't win, he wasn't right. even in them. Right. So he won four of the six. Uh, but it... I think what it also showcases, I mean, we all are fortunate here in Edmonton. We get to see Connor and Leon on a nightly basis and have yeah, for a for number sure. of years. Uh, the, you start seeing when you see a Makar or a Quinn Hughes or, or an Elias Pettersson or, or Kucherov or, or any of the other, or, or Pasternak, you see how incredible all these other players are that we don't get to see enough of. You know, you might see them twice yeah. a year or they might that might not be their best night that night. Right. Uh, so the, the talent level in the NHL is the best it's ever been. The skill level of these players is incredible, and I, I really enjoyed like just watching all of the the replays of these events. I mean, the, these kids they cared; they they actually wanted to win these events, and I think that's the best part. You're getting the best in the world trying their best to go out there and improve what they're capable of doing. So I think the NHL yeah. and Connor McDavid did a really good thing with this this
1: uh, All Star skill stuff. As yeah, so, ahead, so, so, you, I think what it says, though, is that when when players see, are seen trying that hard, I think that next year, I think guys will want to try that hard for the yep. skills competition as well. Yeah. So they might have got Good something point. going here, right? It, it starts there. Now, I don't think you can bring back to saying 12. I think you'll have to mix it up a little bit. But Conor Bedard will be in there. You don't think he wants to win that? And then there'll be mm-hmm. whoever coming up. So I think maybe they just by simplifying it, and they got to shorten that draft. That draft is terrible. Don't make people that don't want to be funny be funny. Um, but other than that, and I would change up probably the host as well. No, no, no disrespect intended, but I think it could be better done. No disrespect.
2: Uh, you just said they got to change the host. No disrespect, but get I, rid of would, that guy. I don't even know would, who the host
1: was. I wouldn't even hesitate. Yeah. I, oh yeah. I, I
0: wasn't able to watch, so I don't know. Um, but we'll, yeah, we'll leave that there with you Strud's uh, uh, Zuby, I want to get to some of the comments, uh, cause I want to know what fans thought, right? So I know we're going to do ask us anything a little bit later on the podcast, but I think, do we have a few, uh, fan comments coming in as we get to the, and Zuby, I'll let you maybe pick one or two that are coming in here. Let's get to the Weiss Johnson, uh, YouTube mentions, uh, check out their scratch and dent sale up to 20% off units with minor imperfections. And all in-stock air conditioners, also 25% off right now. So, uh, you know, maybe not the season you might normally be thinking about air conditioners, but now is the time to grab that deal. It's a great deal from Weiss Johnson. Ends February 15th. Visit www.weiss-johnson.com for details. Jingle. Weiss Johnson,
3: Weiss Johnson,
0: Um, uh, Zubi, what's the mood on, uh, on the all-star and skills and such from people on the stream? Uh,
3: Davin saying he felt like the pacing of it was good. Uh, a couple comments about Kucherov, of course, and Rob, you alluded to it, but JL says Kucherov was the highlight of skills. E- even though people, you know, I think there was a negative reaction to the way he played it. Isn't it overall, I don't know, kind of a good thing that there was that too. And the fans got into it and gave it to him. Like, didn't that add some intrigue and a little bit more interest to it guys
1: what do you think of it struds? what do you think of kucherov
0: no, it's funny
3: i'm guessing
1: he was hung over and he didn't have it in him like i, I get it like <laughs> you know he showed up he's leading the league in points and then i the next day he did something and uh the fans booed him and before he went he kind of cheered himself then they booed him And i like it i'm like you know what like it's it's supposed to be fun it's a memorable moment that really it probably doesn't matter whether or not he tried in that moment Glad McDavid did not give the money to charity,
0: says, I'm not sure what that handle is, oop, oop, pop. Uh, now future guys don't feel the pressure to do the same and tank the talent that wants to do the skills competition. I love the point you made, Struds, about how, like, it's meaningful. When Connor McDavid goes out there and tries, like, really tries, Yeah. now he's sort of set a bit of a bar. And there's some serious money on the line, and these guys are going to keep this money. And good on them. Right? They did. So uh, it could actually be an interesting event to keep an eye on to see if maybe it gets even a little bit better next year. Brown, I don't know. Brownie, what do you think?
2: Well, all the pressure was on Connor McDavid. He's the best player in the world. So the expectation was he was going to win the skills. Everyone else was just, if they upset him, it would be a huge upset. So all the pressure is on him. And then to go out and win four of the events, like uh, any event that involves skating and carrying a puck, he's got a huge advantage. There's guys that can skate close to as fast as him. But when you add the puck, all of a sudden he continues to go just as fast and everyone else slows down. So, uh, yeah, I, when the best in the world, it's like when, when your best player on your team works hard in practice. Well, he, I guess I better work hard in practice because that guy is. When the best in the world is working hard at that event, everyone did. And the, all the highlights I saw in the Kucherov one, everyone did give it to them all. And when they messed up, you could see the frustration. When Barzell messed up on the, the one passing, he, or he was mad. He was mad at himself. So, yeah, I think it's just going to get bigger and better.
0: For sure, uh, a couple uh, comments coming in on the stream too, suggesting McDavid might be donating some some of the money. Whatever, yeah. either way it goes, uh, all good. It's theirs to do what they want with. Strud, um, somebody here suggesting that the bragging rights of being the most skilled player is almost better than the money for these guys. Like, I know if they actually do it legit and you carry that mantle, it's like, ah, yeah, that's you know, it's something.
1: Well, you're the it's it's like the handful of the best players in the world, and and to say that you bested them, like they're they're proud guys. Right? if you can stay somewhat sober for that event um you know and, and compete at your high level you have a chance right to because you are one of those guys like I think Brownie makes a good point about this the speed and the skating I think that that really limits other people's opportunities um but you know the other guys all have you know they're all really good and really really crafty so yeah I, I honestly think this the simplification was the way to go mm-hmm. speeding up the process again would be a, I'd keep trying to streamline it. To keep it moving faster although the performances like tate mccray and uh during during the um three on three she was amazing like uh, my daughter plays her quite a bit and i've always kind of liked her as a singer and then now to see her up there she was incredible so the talent was good like it was i thought the whole thing came off well really really friday saturday were both really good
2: i, to, I could see you in i could see you in Beeb's jacket too i think you could pull oh, that off i don't know shoggy man, i could
0: oh do boy, that hey? but you you wow. could pull that off wonder if I Mr. If I Dirk I has something like that.
3: I might have to jump I into not, the Photoshop yeah. for that one and see if I can make that happen. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Zoom, we know you can make that one happen, buddy. There was could, one uh... other comment, uh, if I can just finish up here on that. Dave, Dave yeah, Frank said, Leon, Leon looked like Strudwick in the accuracy competition. And I wanted to turn that into a question, though. did Struds, have you ever done one of those? Did you ever oh. get to do one in the team <laughs> one or Brownie? Or any of you guys yep. do an accuracy? And, and how'd you yeah. do?
1: Uh, i could only get four and five i don't know is that good or i don't remember <laughs> i did it
2: once and i think i talked about this podcast. i did it in all-star game in grand rapids and len barry before the thing before what cut the bottoms of my blades i had the blades that went into the <laughs> aluminum and he cut it but you, just enough you couldn't see it and the very first shot i was going top right corner and i hit bottom left i'm like That was weird. Then the next, then I just broke it enough so my next nine pucks I couldn't get off the ice, and everyone was booing because I was on the Grand Rapids. I was on the East, I think it was, and all the fans were booing me, and I had no idea why I couldn't lift the puck. And I get back to the bench, they kill themselves laughing. Lenny Berry cut, and he did. You didn't know what stick I was using, so every stick that I had there, he cut every single one of them. So I looked like just a fool. So I got one out of four, one out of ten is what I got. That's commitment.
0: That's commitment to the prank right there. I love that. Uh, moving on from All-Star, Oilers are back on ice uh, here today. They'll have a practice tomorrow, then they hit the road. Big game coming up here, guys, and we'll we'll have a podcast post-game, but I don't know. What, what do you think, Struds, All this time to sit and think about this, you know, the opportunity to, you know, try and do what they're going to try and do here over the next couple of games. How hard is it going to be for them to pick up where they left off and not miss too much of a beat? Now, granted, it's not like they were playing the best hockey they've ever played, but they were in the zone, man. They were in the sweet spot. They were winning games. They were finding ways. How hard will that be to rediscover?
1: Well, listen to the players and the coaching staff. They've kind of downplayed the, the streak. I think there is some value, you know, obviously I think you'll enjoy it more when you're done playing or, or after the season, you'll think, wow, this is pretty amazing. But I think that this is a big game. I really think this is one that if they truly want to try to, you know, reel in Vegas, uh, this is one they have to get. And I know they've got a lot of games at hand, um, but to go head-to-head head and beat them there, the good thing is both teams are coming off their break. Both teams are going to be in the same yeah. situation. I do think it's easier to go into that game on the road because there's zero distraction. Practice hard today, they'll have a good practice tomorrow, fly, and then you're in business mode.
2: Yeah, I think it's. Uh, I think the Oilers, uh, they're looking at the streak, but they're also looking at the fact that this is a Vegas, a team they felt that they should have beat last year in the playoffs. The team holds the Stanley Cup, what they wanted last year, and I think everyone expects it sometime during the playoffs. this year these two teams are going to play against each other. So I think the Oilers, the fact that it's Vegas and that's a chance to tie the, the NHL record, I think it means a lot to them. And on the other hand, Vegas, I mean, Vegas doesn't like the Oilers. And they, they would do, every team's trying to stop a streak. I think Vegas would have a little extra motivation, a little extra satisfaction if they were able to do it. So it's funny, on a, a, the first week of February hockey game, will be must-see TV around the National Hockey League. This is a game everyone's going to want to watch.
0: For sure. Okay, let's get to our you Can Youth Services Relentless Player, relying on your support for things like rent, food, work, clothes, and bus passes. Your donations go directly to helping our youth build lives that they are proud of here in our community. Become a $25 a month donor. You'll receive a pair of tickets to one of their six comedy nights coming up in March. It's an awesome event. Got your back. will be there. Visit youcan.ca to set up your monthly donation. Strud's no game tonight, but you were mm-hmm. allowed to place this award, give this amazing honor in any direction we so choose. So where are you going with this tonight, my friend?
1: I think I gave it away a little bit earlier when you brought up Joni Mitchell. And if you were oh. weren't watching the Grammys, <laughs> oh, yes. and if you weren't, go watch her performance. She's 80 years old, and... Uh, she sang, I think, one of her iconic songs, or the iconic, both sides now, and she had to sit when she was doing it with a bit of a band. It was incredible, absolutely incredible. I was so impressed. You know, I, I think I had some allergy uh, reaction there as the oh, eyes were wandering up me. as I was watching it. She was so good. I, I love that song for many reasons, but to see her sing that song in that moment, and she's 80 years old, um, incredible, incredible. So Joni Mitchell, tip of the cack for you. Did she have Brandi yeah. Carlisle singing with her tonight? She did. Yeah, oh. so Brandi introduced her, and then she sat down beside her, and they played, and they started out in a chair, uh, and then they turned it around and showed, and the crowd went nuts. Obviously, they knew it was her, and then uh, just to see all the other artists, the young. Obviously, most people are younger in there. The there was a shot of uh, Dua Lipa and Beyonce kind of in a row, and they were fixated on her and just giving her so much respect. And I just mm-hmm. I, I love moments like that, right? She Joni's had an amazing, yeah. amazing career. And probably meant so much to the music community that uh, even I wouldn't—I rec- wouldn't be able to recognize or understand. Kyle
0: Dubay from UCan Youth Services is going. Did Strudwick just give our Relentless Player of yeah. the Game award to Joni Mitchell? <laughs> He's shaking his head, going, "What the hell did I get involved with here on this podcast?" I'll text That's him. how we roll, text, man. You, you text, text him. You him out. Uh, that is our UCan Youth Services Relentless Person of the Night. Joni Mitchell, lady Joni and
1: gentlemen.
0: Joni Mitchell, tip of the hat, tip of the cap to you. All right, time for our first. Britt you want to throw it a break here since you're uh running the show, or am I okay I to can, go ahead and do that? Too?
1: I can only go off the last text you gave me. I, I thought it was my turn. I you say okay,
0: you you throw it a break, but promo the the game show we got coming up after the break. Go ahead. No, I know what I'm throwing off, I'm throwing out of my
1: rhythm. Man. You gotta go <laughs> I'm, I'm on. I'm on you guys. You were in rhythm when you were doing that earlier? I killed it. I killed it coming <laughs> out. Just take it, Chaga. I, I did not even know where we're at now. You're on my sheets. When coming. we come back. Yeah, there we go. Season one,
0: episode two of the Zubi Wed game. It's not gonna be good, but it's a Sunday night. So stick around, maybe have a laugh with us, and then Struddy and Brownie will put it back on the rails for the rest of the pod after that. Short break. Say goodbye to unruly hair and hello to a smooth and silky back in minutes with Backscape. Shave your back solo with no mess with Backscape's water-resistant long handle and patented six-blade design, leaving you with a no-mess shaving experience all in less than five minutes. Shop now for 40% off select kits just for you, our Got Your Back listeners, and make 2024 your year to elevate your grooming routine.
4: Winter is upon us, so why not make the best of it? Marmot Basin Ski Resort is where it's at. Ski half price every day, no blackout periods. Pick up your escape card for 99 bucks and make winter fun more affordable. Half the price, all the powder. Get yours at www.SkiMarmot.com.
1: Are you ready to elevate your moving experience? Trusted for over 100 years, Ferguson Moving and Storage are your partners in relocation, ensuring your journey is smooth and stress-free. And say goodbye to surprises with Ferguson's transparent flat rate pricing. Contact them now for a free moving quote and use the promo code FERGUSON to receive $100 off your next move. Visit fergusonmoving.com and let them lift your expectations.
0: All right, time now for our takeaway segment brought to you by Redefined Health, where they specialize in total body and mind wellness, from chiropractic and massage care treatments to acupuncture, soft tissue therapy, nutrition, even an on-site registered psychologist. Redefined Health is there to help you get well and stay well for a lifetime. Check them out online, Health. .com. Zuby, you got that fancy animation ready to go in the big uh, booming game show host voice, even though you sound like you've got uh, hepatitis happening right now?
3: I'll, I'll do what I can. <laughs> Once again, it's time for the game show that fills approximately 20 minutes of airtime on a non game night. It's the Zoomy Wed game. <laughs> <laughs> there they are. That
2: was some great excitement you just threw in there. That's as much that as I can just, muster
3: tonight, Brownie. it was so forced. That the was rules so forced. are simple. I'm gonna ask Shogger tonight. He's gonna be our he's our uh subject. We're gonna ask Shogger a series of eight questions, oh, which he's gonna terrible. answer as honestly as he can. Strutty and Brownie have already seen these questions and have predicted how is gonna answer. They'll say <laughs> their predicted answers out loud and hold up a card. Uh, to show that they have not changed their answer at any time. If you get a match, uh, matches get a point. Non-matches do not. Player with the most points after eight rounds wins. I am the judge on close calls, but we may also refer to our friends on the stream. And, oh, uh,
0: did, did you guys come up with a punishment for the loser? Like, oh. Brownie having to sing the promo read last time? Did you guys come up with anything? or Any stakes on the line here, Stready?
3: We did. I did uh, not.
1: No, we... <laughs> <laughs> We didn't get that far. <laughs> I thought That's, I was hosting. Did you? Yeah. So I we're thought just I, I love the Ready to go.
0: We're doing this just because tonight, folks. So all Maybe. right, bragging let's rights. Episode two. Bragging
3: Disney rights. Episode two. Okay, Shogger, We established uh, uh, with your role as a journalist. You, you don't. You're not an active fan anymore. But you did tell us that you grew up an Oilers fan. So question number one is: Who was your favorite Oiler growing up? Oh
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah Yep. uh probably okay gonna we're gonna to waste go- 25 minutes on yeah. this is good you're
2: stretching out here stretch
0: wow i mean that's not an easy one right that's a big question to ask a, a kid that cheered for the oilers in their glory days growing up probably got to go with number 11 guys
3: well moose what do you I got i had Brady?
2: I threw up two. I had. I knew it was either going to be Messier or Yaroslav Pozar, but Pozar. I wrote Messier yes, first. Messier's name's
3: on close. there first. We're I giving put, that uh, one to Brownie.
1: Retzky. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That
3: Pretty was a good, good guess. guess. Okay, Brownie's got one here.
0: Uh, number two. The guy that I really followed a ton that I was a huge fan of during that one cup year was Marty Jelena. I loved that kid yeah. line when I was a kid with Graves and Murphy. Yeah, yeah
2: you would, yep. I don't know anyone else that would have said Marty
3: Jelena, but he is a really nice <laughs> kid, though. <laughs> All right, um, we're, we're, re, we're re-rolling, re-racking one from Struddy's because I wanted to hear your answer to this one, too. Number two, oh, if you okay. were named commissioner of the NHL for one day, what is the first rule you would change for the betterment of the game?
0: <sighs> first rule that I would change. Well, yeah, this is tough because Strud's answer was, I, like, can I give the same answer that Struds gave? Because that's kind of where my head is at on it too. That, oh, you gotta I be gotta be true to yourself. Yeah, I gotta be true to myself. I mean, I've been on a soapbox about hitting behind for a little while here, so I'm gonna have to stick with that and All go right. with that.
3: Uh, and Brownie's got hits from behind. Oh, I boy. don't think you're being honest. I put better, <laughs> better media,
0: media <laughs> access. <laughs> Come on. Come on. <laughs> I can think about more than just our ability to ask questions. We have fine um, media access. We're good. We're good. Okay, no now complaints. we're getting
3: into a little bit more personal here, Sh- Shah This is number three. Good. Uh two oh two nothing lead here for Brownie, by the way. Uh Settlers of Catan, cranberry sauce, or your padded Peloton shorts and seat combo. One of them's gotta go forever. Which one can you live with? Oh,
0: Oh boy! I'll go with the peloton, padded underwear and seat. He's losing the pel. Let's go to Stretti. Let's
3: go to Stredy first. Here, what do you got, Streds? I went with the thing yeah. that's still in the package.
1: Give me padded shorts. <laughs> 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 It's not still in the I use, so oh, I use it so much. I use it so much.
2: You know what? I should have, I, now that I think about it, he only uses that once a month, and it's only going to last for another <laughs> six months.
3: So I should have went with padded shorts. I went with cranberry sauce. Uh, oh, yeah. tough one, Brownie. All right, we got a game here. We got a game after three questions. There was
0: here. no way it was going to be Catan. Randine and I actually have <laughs> on our iPads, we have the online version of Settlers of oh. Catan, and we sit, we've been sitting out here by the pool on our iPads, playing Settlers of Catan against each other on our iPads. You
2: know you're on vacation in Mexico without kids. You know there's other things that you two could do, right? <laughs> oh no,
0: we've done lots. We did the snorkeling thing, and we did are the you, whale watching. And Are I you staying inland? <laughs> <laughs> oh my on God. Thursday, they <laughs> might go to the ocean. No. There We'd was a number of questions Mexico. Or, yeah.
3: A number of people on the stream wanted to know if Settlers of Catan made it to... Uh, Mexico. Yeah, so yeah. we did a the public digital service there by oh, digital version. We're gonna get to there's, today, one more, right. there's one more there's one more Catan uh coming up here. Uh okay, so oh, we yeah. got two to one for Brownie. Question number four. Uh uh Shager, who do you think is the Oilers backup goalie for game number eighty three?
0: Oh, real good question there. Um Campbell's pushing, boy. He's pushing. I'm going to say Jack Campbell. As much as I love what Calvin Pickard has done here, um, Campbell's pushing hard, and I think they're going to look for a window to re-implement him at some point. So I'm going to go with Jack Campbell.
3: Brownie? Brownie's got Jack Campbell okay. on his card. Oh. Tube can. Yep. Two okay. out of two there. Now, would that be your guys'
0: answers as well? Would you guys also answer that?
2: Yes. I think it'll be Campbell.
0: Yeah,
1: I don't think they're gonna wait uh, waste assets get another goalie. So that's it's gonna be him. Obelis
0: twenty one says Pickard because Campbell will be playing with Bako in the playoffs. So in other words, if he's rocking and rolling down there, keep him down there and keep him playing, getting him some playoff Fair games. Point.
3: Unanimous. Okay, question number five, Shogger. What's your favorite NHL city to visit to cover a game? All things considered. The arena, the team, fan base, travel, hotels, restaurants, all of that right. stuff. Where are you excited to go to uh, as a as a visiting reporter, if you will? Um, I'm going to have to
0: go with Vegas, I would say. Let's so go much to, uh, to do, oh. so much to see. Yeah, Vegas. Proximity
3: to the hotels, it's awesome. Streds, what do you got, buddy?
1: I got Smashville.
3: Oh, mm-hmm. that's, that's second. a good one. Close second. That is Such a good a one. one. Yeah. I
2: thought I thought you reporters actually cared about hockey, so I went with this city. Oh, Montreal. Oh. Nice. Montreal. Montreal. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, I've covered some greats. I did some playoff series in Montreal and stuff. That was great. You know, Streds, I would have said Nashville. You know what the problem is, though? It's freaking impossible to get to from Edmonton.
1: Like, it's yeah. a
0: full-day um, travel trying to get there. Plus.
3: No good Vegas. You get on a plane. You're there.
1: Yeah. Good point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. We still got uh, Brownie's got a three, two lead here. As we go to question number six, hey. uh, Shager, a little bit of uh, sort of fantasy sports stuff here, if you will. Uh, question number six, you can only choose one of these things, a round of golf with Rory McIlroy, a three on three hockey game and your line mates are Leon and Connor taking batting practice with Shohei Otani five laps in a formula one race car. Or this is one I added: a game of Catan with the ghost of Klaus Tuber, the creator of Settlers of Catan. Mm.
0: Klaus in in Vegas.
3: I've I've read his books (laughs) in Vegas. (laughs)
0: Oh, that's awesome! Uh, Wouldn't want to do the hockey one with Leon and Connor. I just embarrass myself and. i would take the round with rory that would be an absolute all-timer golf with rory McIlroy. brownie's ooh, got ooh, brownie rory. my soulmate. have you got mm. them all right so far
2: i got Sh- one wrong oh, i think
3: sure and oh, uh has got already old dogs yeah <laughs> hanging in keeping in the fighting
0: out with Shaggy, we seem to know him quite well yeah yeah just <laughs> fight <laughs> That's funny, since I'm such a complex individual too, right? Nothing simple about my disposition, so I'm impressed here, guys.
3: Okay, Shager, this we might have to fill a little dead air here. I can try to cue up the Jeopardy theme or something. This one might take a little bit of thinking. Here's number seven. Shager, you played 46 game for, games for the Kamloops Blazers in 95-96. You tallied five goals, 11 points, and 59 PIMs. What okay. trophy would the WHL have had to create for Ryan Rashog to be nominated that year? What would the criteria need to be, Mm. i.e. your defensive forward type award? What's the award you could have been nominated for that year?
0: Um, I would say probably something along the lines of most popcorn crushed in the press box in one season. (laughs) I, I I spent so much time in the press box, and I was always all about the popcorn. So something to do with being a healthy scratch and eating popcorn.
3: Okay, let's go to strides on that one. What do you got, buddy? I put the participation award.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Screw you. I was
2: on the team. The player least likely to succeed award.
3: (laughs) (laughs) All kind of in the ballpark. All All kind of in the ballpark. Okay. So we got uh, here's the situation. We've got Brownie <laughs> with a four to three lead. This is, this has worked out perfectly because our final question has three parts to it. It's three, a three point question. So anyone could, uh, anyone could still Ooh. win this thing. Uh, and question oh, number yeah. eight. This is Shogger's fantasy golf foursome. Uh, one point for each correct. So Ryan's obviously in the foursome. The next one you have to pick a past or present PGA pro, a current, Edmonton Oilers player. And the fourth one is a member of the Got Your Back squad. That would be me, Brownie, Struds. You could go off the board with Steve if you want. That might surprise a few folks. Uh but those are so that's how you got to oh. fill out fill out your foursome. Okay. So what was the first one? A
0: pre- past or present PGA player? Yeah. Uh, who would I want to play with right now? Um I would <sighs> I, I wouldn't be able to pass up the opportunity to play with Tiger, so I, it would have to be Tiger because that would just be an all-timer. So there's that one. Current member of the Edmonton Oilers right now. Uh...
1: Hold on, I, in our questions, it was past or present. Yeah, I was presented. So I think I said past be... or present
3: PGA pro, yeah. current boiler
1: okay. player. I think you read it as just oh, present. So
3: past. Oh, okay. Past you get, you good, want Okay. Wanna, you want to.
1: <laughs> file a complaint to the council here well, no, or are good to go or? It, you were going to say present player so it can be past or present just so it's fair right yes
2: um sorry yes. first answer is done so uh tiger's in
0: okay so Not... tiger it is and then the next one is a current member of the edmonton oilers uh no past or present player
3: uh that one's oh, no current
2: just current oiler what it was just current oiler
0: okay quickly no. write someone down struts Okay, write someone well.
3: down. I'll pause here for ten if seconds. If you got
0: an alumni, you change yours.
3: Man. Do the do, do the uh, do us. Do us. All right, all right, go ahead, go ahead. For a go guy on, that was on. supposed to host the show today. Yeah. I go on, what well, I'll
1: concentrate. Okay.
0: I got- <laughs> you got a name down? Uh, you know what? I would probably go. I hear he's a pretty good player. I'd probably go with dry saddle. Play around with dry saddle. Mm-hmm. Might be good. I'm sure he'd be just really tickled with that idea (laughs) Four hours with a member of the media. Awesome. Uh, and then someone from the pod, ah, this is a tough one. Cause I don't know if Zuby's even a golfer. I don't know. I pick between my friends. You know what I'm going to do though? He was the original with me. You know, we kind of started it together. So I, I I probably am going to have to go strutty. You know, he was the one that, that, that that agreed to this whole thing, so just out of out of loyalty, being there from the beginning, I would go with Struddy. He was the first call I made. Zuby, you were the second call I made. Close enough, yeah, close second.
3: Okay, Struds, uh, let's check yours. Your trail, and let's see if you got enough to jump ahead here. You got Tiger, Hyman, and Brownie. Hyman so we got uh, Tiger. Tiger gets you into a tie, so Brownie's just got to get one right here to to take this one home and Strud's will face whatever humiliation we come up with
2: I mean I think everyone expected you to take me just in case a game broke out for money you certainly didn't want to have Strud's as your partner I thought you would go with R and H as. "Mm -hmm." but fortunately we all picked Tiger
3: Woods congratulations (laughs) Browdy you did it amazing <laughs> what was that dance you look like one of those
0: things outside of exactly how <laughs> it was yeah that's true that's Wacky exactly I, me and my
2: me and my mom were dancing like that to the beast the other night in mexico so huh. i got my dancing shoes on still
0: all right well congratulations on the big win study you Thank take you. the l you take the l again bud we'll figure hey, out I what, know that what that i means. won
2: though i won i won a uh, a round of golf with four four guys guess so. i'm not taking shoggy
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, all right uh, episode two of the Zuby wed game is in the books roll the animation Zuby that animation is the best thing about this game by quite, a, <laughs> by quite a by quite a margin uh people want to talk some hockey guys there were some trades in the national hockey league i'm sure you guys are going to get to we got strutty's world ask us anything lots more to come on the podcast Struddy. I now hand the baton <laughs> over to you, buddy. You take it Pick the rest of the way and you host the rest of the podcast. You throw to break, please.
1: I love it. All right, everyone. Uh, let's take a quick uh, step out for a second. When we come back. We are going to talk about some goings on that have happened during the All Star break. We're right back here with more on Got Your Back.
0: Nice. Bye, well, job. well, job. Well, job.
1: The Edmonton Sport and Social
0: Club's spring season is set to go in May and registration is just around the corner. Team up with your pals to play in slow pitch, beach volleyball, outdoor soccer, ultimate frisbee, and even cornhole leagues to keep the spring months full of excitement. Spring leagues begin in May. Registration opens on February 8th. Visit edmontonsportsclub.com for more details.
4: Time to talk about your mortgage? It doesn't have to be a daunting conversation. With over 16 years in the industry, Maria Gallus with Maximal Mortgages knows how to make it easy. With access to dozens of different lenders, let Maria customize the perfect solution for you. Whether you're purchasing, refinancing or renewing, or a first-time buyer, Maria's simplistic approach and expert advice will have you feeling confident you're in great hands making informed decisions. Take the stress out of your mortgage journey. Contact Maria Gallus at mortgagesbymaria.ca. That's mortgagesbymaria.ca.
1: It is now time for Take a Lap. Brought to you by our good buddies over at Backscape. This product is taking the world online world by storm right now. It is everywhere. Get rid of unwanted back hair by yourself with Backscape. The water-resistant, rechargeable shaver, coupled with long handle, lets you take care of business on your own. Shave in any direction with no bumps or cuts. It's easy and it's awesome. Right now is their biggest sale of the year with 30 to 50% off. Visit Backscape.com. That's B-A-K-Scape.com. And choose from a variety of packages delivered right to your door. Stay smooth, gentlemen. Always a good idea. God, that was smooth. <laughs> that was very,
2: very smooth.
1: Smooth. All right, let's get right to it. couple big trades uh, during the All-Star break, Brownie, and uh, I'll just kind of review them quickly. Sinholm goal, or Elias Sinholm goes from Calgary to uh, Vancouver to help shore up their second-line center spot uh, and return a couple young D-men, uh, a first-round pick, and uh, Kuzmenko, uh, the Russian sniper, who hasn't been sniping yet this year. And then we had Sean Monaghan, a guy I'd kind of looked at for the Oilers from Montreal, uh, to Winnipeg for a first-rounder then a conditional fourth-rounder. No money withheld on either of those deals uh, for them. So when I look at it, I think both of them fit a need for for both teams. Um, I think that Lidholm's a good player. Um, he'll now back up you know, JT Miller, probably play with Pedersen. Like that's pretty good top six. And I, I think that he'll offensively uptick a little bit, especially playing with, if he does get a chance to play with Pedersen or even Besser. And then as far as Winnipeg, uh, I'm a little bit worried. I, I He's a very smart player. I think he's very offensive. I don't know where the foot speed's at. So if you're going to play against Colorado and you might match up against some of their kind of quick forwards, I wonder how that'll go for Winnipeg. So that's the trades that were made. Uh, your thoughts on either one of those, uh, Brownie? Well, I thought both teams got better. I think that uh,
2: Lindholm's the better of the two players. I think that there was a lot of talk uh, that the Oilers would love to have him here, and, and they would. Uh, he he solidifies a, a very good <laughs> Vancouver team. So uh, the Canucks are a better hockey club because, because of it. And if they somehow re-sign him, then this is a home run. Uh, Monaghan makes Winnipeg better. But again, this is a guy that, well, what a trade for Montreal. They got a first-rounder for taking Monaghan, and they oh, got a first-rounder for getting rid of Monaghan. So Montreal, uh, what a wonderful asset management. Uh, it makes Winnipeg better, but I mean, I don't know if it moves the needle as much as... Uh, Lindholm going to Vancouver does, but it makes them a little bit deeper and a guy. and Monan is having a really good year, uh, a much better year than anyone had expected. So uh, I, I give credit to to both general managers seeing teams doing well, and I like the fact they're doing it earlier. And I read a card an article that said the difference between playing coming in second in your division and having to play, well, for example, Edmonton, Vegas or whoever it is, as opposed to playing a Nashville or a Seattle or something like that if you come in first. So I can see why those two teams went ahead and made the trades early, get them in their lineup for a longer period of time, and hopefully for them get some chemistry and push them over the top of trying to win a division and set, set themselves up for a good playoff run.
1: Yeah, well said. And I wonder what happens moving forward. Are are there, you know, do people kind of push the pace now to get in on the D-men? Not a lot of great centers left. You know, Adam Henrique's the guy that I identified for the Oilers. Um, I I wondered if Monahan would be a first-rounder. Obviously, he was more of a first-rounder plus. So does that put Henrique in a first-round spot as well? And if you want to give out that, are people going to want to give that up? Um, I was reading that Tanev is now maybe a second-rounder a prospect. So it's going to be interesting. The prices, I don't think... I don't think this helped push the prices down, Brownie.
2: No, no, I don't. I think, well, Henrik. I think Henrik's a fantastic hockey player. I, I believe he's better than Monahan. I think there's two things: you're uh, you, you have to give up uh, whatever you have to give up to get him, but you're also going to have to give up something yeah. for someone to take some of his money, because whoever yeah. takes him in a trade, they don't want all whatever five million of them. As for Tanneff. I love Tanev as a hockey player. That's a guy that makes any team's defense better. He plays the game the proper way. So wherever Tanov eventually goes,
1: that team's winning that trade. And I think both those even get traded out of there. Uh, I agree Hannafin too. Both and, and, uh, Hannafin. Tanev and uh, Hannafin, I think both get traded out. Okay, item number two. Um, you know, it's unfortunate you have a great start to the year. You actually get rewarded with a contract extension. <laughs> Todd McCullen it's now looking like a golden parachute. Because he got it, uh, he got his parachute cut uh, when he was fired by Rob Blake after the team goes two wins in the last 16. And Brown, it's you know it's too bad. It's 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 kind of weird. It's a reversal, basically, what happened to the Oilers. Terrible start, got going. The Oilers did. King's great start, terrible ending here. So uh, Todd's out. Uh, Golden parachute, like I said, is a year and a half left on his deal. I think it's at five million dollars. So I might have just uh, kissed him goodbye.
2: Well, and it's funny, and so much is similar to the way the Oilers did. The Oilers win their last game, then fire Woodcroft. The LA Kings finally win a game. They win the last game before point, the All-Star yeah. break, and he gets fired as well. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's too bad. I think Todd's a good coach. Uh, I think he's done a wonderful job there the last couple of years, but I think they're, they're, they're looking at where they have fallen in the standings, where at one point there was, they were in the top three and no one was catching them, Now they've brought in about four or five other teams to being able to take them out of a playoff spot. And I think with the age of their group, they said, you know what, we cannot afford to miss a playoff uh, year with Doughty and Kopitar and these players. So whoever comes in, to me, the biggest thing is Dubois. Dubois has been terrible there. And they gave up three good hockey players to get Dubois and give him $8 million a year. Todd McCullen's job is because they've got average goaltending
1: and an eight million dollar player that's done nothing. They spend one point eight million dollars on their goaltending, two goalies. That's well, Maybe that tells you. Maybe it's like, uh, <laughs> how? What did you say? One point eight million dollars on two goalies. You know, that's you kind of get what you pay for, as my sister used to say. All right, that was uh, take a lap. Uh, great stuff. We're going to pause here. Quickly, we're going to come back. We're going to into world, and um, it's nice to see players get a second chance. We'll get into that next. If you own or operate a business, you know the value of a great employee. Just ask Shogger. Pathfind is here to help you find your next star player to help take your business to the next level. Pathfind can help with recruitment, career transition, leadership coaching. They truly have your whole team covered. Building you a championship caliber roster, find your team's path forward at pathfind.ca.
0: Long Shots Golf is the destination for both golf enthusiasts and sports fans. Top of the line trackman simulators provide a highly entertaining and accurate golf experience while a full service sports bar loaded with big screens and scratch kitchen make it a truly unique destination. They have locations in Sherwood Park and Edmonton. Experience the best indoor golf and sports bar in town. Visit longshots.ca. That's longshots with a z.ca.
1: When you make a mistake, heads should roll. It's not right. And I'm here. Someone has to put their foot down. Now that I say it out loud, it does sound a little crazy. Guy look good.
3: (laughs) All right. Welcome back, everybody. Zuby here to tell you that... uh, Strutty's World is brought to you by DLR Vinyl Products with locations in Calgary and Edmonton. If you're a contracting business or a contractor, let DLR help you add vinyl fence to your product line. Uh, See why they have been going strong since 2005. Reliable, unmatched service with high quality North American made products. Uh, Visit DLRVinylProducts.ca Strutty, what do you got for us today in Strutty's World?
1: It's a good feel story. Feel a good story, if you will. Yes, the Ployarvi officially signed a contract with the Pittsburgh Penguins. So for the rest of this year, next year, so a two-year contract, but let's be honest, it's really like a year and a half, uh, 800 grand. And I, I like yes, if you know, I think at times I've been accused of not liking him and that's, that's not my, that was never my agenda was to tear him down. Mine was just calling attention to the way that he, he could play and the way he was playing the way he could have gotten better. and. He never became or became that elite player that he was positioning himself to when he got or when he got picked, uh, you know, top five in the draft. But now Tay moves on to uh, another organization, so it's his third one so far, not counting European ones. We don't count those, but um, he's moved on to there to Pittsburgh. Going to be around guys like Malkin and Crosby, Latang. You know, some of these other guys have been, you know, all for maybe a short time only, but. If I were him, I'd really try to saddle up next to these guys and talk to them and pick their brain and kind of figure out how I can take my game to another level. Um, is he an NHL player? I do believe he is. I believe he's big. He, I like the way he four checks, uh, uses his body pretty well, but he's not an elite shooter. And for, you know, I don't want to beat him up again, but that's not what he is. If he's on your third line, working hard, fourth line, I think you got something there. If he's on your first, second line, he's on finishing chances. So I love that he, gets this chance and that he has now another he gets he just had the surgeries gets this year to get organized have a good summer training then a full year next year he already knows his contract doesn't have to worry about that and come back and really have a strong year to do what he does best brownie
2: yeah i hope he has success
1: uh i've i've never met him but
2: he you know you, you listen to him and you know, yeah i followed him i mean he seemed like a nice kid that you want to have success. I, I don't I don't know if it's his lack of finish. To me, he just doesn't see the game well. He doesn't see the game like someone that needs to see it in the top six. Uh, can't read plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, he found himself in the wrong spot a lot of the times when he's playing with Connor and Leon. But God-given skill, there's not many better in the National Hockey League. He's big. He's strong. He can shoot. He can skate. Uh, he, he's a, he's a man-child. So uh, he has the physical tools. To be a National Hockey League player, he just has to be put in the right situation. And uh, Pittsburgh needed some cheap forward f- players, and they got a cheap <laughs> one in Jesse Puliarvi. And honestly, I hope it works out for him. I hope someday
1: uh, we look at it and say, you know what, Jesse
2: turned into a 30 goal score. Good for him.
1: I hope that works out. I-, I think for 800 grand, he's a great deal. I think he can get you 10, 12 goals. No problem. Like I, I, well, I really feel strongly about that. Carolina thought that too when they traded for him. And he had zero points. Yeah, but so. he's making three million and his hips <laughs> are messed up, right? I think his hips True. are jacked. So yeah, I think I, I hope it, I hope it works. Yeah, yeah I, really I think do. his hips feeling better. Um and I, I will disagree with you a little bit on the show. I, I I I think to score 30 goals, you've got to be able to just cleanly finish chances off. And we didn't see that very much from him. And uh, I, I like, you look how hard Warren Fogel tries to get to 15 or 20 goals. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not many clean, beautiful goals. It's a lot of hardworking goals. I just, I just don't think, yes, he understands. I mean, yes, he's a guy. Yeah. I mean, I know that we,
2: we were all over um, McLeod this year. How at the beginning where he would take the puck wide and he'd skate all the way around. He would never go to the net. Well, yes, he Harvey's problem was he would cross the blue line. And he'd take slap shots. From outside he's like you're not going to beat any and it was one of those ones where he scored once he's like i'm going to do it again yeah that size drive the net every time you're going to either get a scoring chance you're going to draw a penalty you're going to create havoc he just never saw that so i hope that being around some of the greats that pittsburgh has that he finds his game and turns into be an nhl hockey player
1: yeah, really good point. All right, let's hear from you now. Let's get into Ask Us. Brought to you by Match Adrian Public House, your destination for all the sports action, big screens, ice cold beer, and all your pub favorites uh, perfected. Match Adrian Public House, located adjacent to Roger's Place in Grand Villa Casino. For more info, visit matchpub.com. Zuby, let's bring you back in your old dog and uh, fire some of these old uh, questions up here.
3: Okay, yeah, uh, lots going on. Um, let's uh, quickly on uh, Pugliarvi, Shane Matheson says, as long as he understands that he's a fourth liner and can play third line at times, do you think this is would have been humbling for him, what he's gone through now, and maybe he'd come back with that with a different mindset of how he is going to be expected to contribute to any team? Go ahead, Ronnie.
2: Um, yeah, it's certainly humbling. Once you go down to the minors, and I've been there, uh, there's a different appreciation when you get up and, and get your opportunity again. Uh, I hope he realizes that uh, this is this might be his last opportunity. And uh, he's getting a great chance playing on an organization that's won Stanley Cups with a couple of great ones. So, yeah, I do believe uh, being humbled makes you hungrier and appreciative
1: of what you've got. So take advantage of it. I think it's 50-50 that he finishes this contract in the NHL. And, and this is why. Some people and I played with guys, they just, they want to be offensive players and be Mm -hmm. the man. He may have to do that in Europe. And that's fine. Like that is fine to do that. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but if, if that's who you think you are and you aren't that, it makes it pretty hard. So I I think at best it's 50, 50. He finishes this in the NHL this next year and a half.
3: Good point. Um, uh, uh, our friend oop op x who we don't know how to say his name but he's been in the, in the <laughs> he or she has been in the chat a lot and we appreciate the contributions uh says i'm i'm not going to lie i'm kind of pissed the oilers played van 3 times so early when when we were at our worst it'd be a different story now against the nucks uh, penner's pancakes points out also that's a, a 12 point swing you lost you know 6 yeah. 6 up 0 down um do you think they'll will that will that be circled on the calendar for them? Struts playing Vancouver the next time.
1: I'm sure you are. I mean, they embarrassed you. They absolutely embarrassed you. And you remember the games you were embarrassed. It's funny. I I don't remember a lot of the games when I you know we killed teams and I was on. We beat some teams pretty handily, but I remember the ones you were embarrassed and you want to get that team back so bad. So the opening night, you're excited about the the new additions, and you get absolutely thrashed, Brownie.
2: Well, I, I think that I mean, Oilers fans might want to thank Vancouver. Uh, the, the Oilers, they hit rock bottom, and to me, that first game, the Oilers it was it was Stanley Cup or bust. And there was they were a confident team, and they got embarrassed badly. Game one, okay, that's just a one off. We're going to win game two, and lost again. Now it took a while for them to completely hit rock bottom, but they finally realized that if they wanted to be a winning hockey club, they had to change the way they play, and they have. This is a different team. Fourteen straight games, two goals or less. This is not the team that started the season for the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, I think the Canucks are a very good hockey club. I think they're incredibly coached. I think they've got one of the best defensemen in the league in Quinn Hughes. they got good goaltending. They're deep up front. Uh, I look forward to seeing these two teams not play just one more time in the regular season, play in the playoffs. I think they are two very good hockey clubs. The one advantage, I do believe the Oilers, well, the Oilers, a couple of advantages. they got Connor. Vancouver doesn't, but an advantage the Oilers have. They've been there. I think the Vancouver Canucks right now are starting to get their toes wet when it comes to being in an elite hockey club. It's been a while. But, uh, yeah, I think that uh, the Oilers-Canucks game, when they play each other, will be fun. But I I hope they play in the playoffs. I think it would be a lot of fun seeing two uh, Western-Province teams going head-to-head.
3: And, of course, in that second game, even though it was a close game, they got goalied by the Canucks' backup Mm -hmm. goalie. So that must have been, too, kind of a a kick in the teeth, too, that you (laughs) – at least think maybe you're going to roll over this guy, and that was not the case. Um, on uh, on Todd McClellan, have you uh, have you guys ever seen a coach go from he was like shoe in Jack Adams winner at one point in time to fired before the All Star game? Do you guys recall ever seeing that before? I mean, that's what happened, well, really, right? Brown. I
2: mean, is 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 it far off what what happened with Woodcroft? I mean, he finished yeah. the season eighteen and two last year right he right. i mean he they had a fairly good playoff run he had the best record in the history of Edmonton K- Oilers coaches and then gets fired 12 games into a season I, I i think that he would have been on the odds for coaches to get fired at the beginning of the season i'm pretty sure he would have been right near the bottom because it was an Oiler team that was supposed to be good so yeah uh yeah it yeah uh, it, it does happen where all of a sudden the team just turns and i just think nowadays uh, very, very short trigger finger with, with teams. I, I, I can't remember. I just read something like that. There's been, what, 12 coaches since the end of last year that have been fired, something like that. Uh, teams, the, there's a lot of money in playoff hockey, so that every team's making sure they give themselves every chance. But, yeah, Strides, it was... A little, I think, a little surprising. Well, some of the coaches are getting fired. A little surprising how quickly it's being done.
1: Yeah, I just think that there's not much flexibility to rosters, so I think you try to bring a different voice, that unlock mm-hmm. something different with your players. And specifically to LA, you mentioned it, but they need uh, PLDP, as I call him, Pierre-Luc Dubois, to find another <laughs> another level here or a level that works better. And uh, they don't have him. They, he just hasn't been there. Um, now he has been hit and miss a little bit at times on teams he's played on, but they need him to hit big time. Uh, Cause why he's deliberate. I think he has 10 and 10, I want to say in 40 some games, and that's not eight and a half million dollars. You compare that to Huberto, even Huberto almost <laughs> looks, you know, doesn't look good, but they're both like, Hey man, we got to do it, find another gear. Come more pretty here. Zoops. Sh- Let's yeah, talk but before, about, before you go further on that, I'm yeah. pretty
2: sure two of the Winnipeg Jets that got traded for Dubois have more points than Dubois. That's right. Two of them have it.
1: Yeah. So it that trade has not looked very good right now for LA. That was a great trade. A great trade. An Especially incredible. Yes. incredible trade. Liney and, and and not that he's have, you know, not his stepping away from the game, but kind of how his year is going prior to the injury, then prior to this now step away for the game. Like by they they they've, they've done really well, really well.
3: They traded one guy for an entire third line. That's like an awesome third line.
1: Yeah. Um, Okay,
3: on the trade front, people want to talk a little bit about that as well. Um, So Penner's Pancake says, do you think the oil need to look for a 7D minimum deal like Bogosian or Pissik? Do they have to respond to the Canucks and Jets deals? And just adding to that quickly, you can answer that. But Shane Matheson says his feeling is they don't need to respond. Those teams made trades because the Oilers are better. They're the ones panicking. Strutty?
1: Yeah, I'll say for sure they're going to add another D. There's there's no doubt, but it has nothing to do with I don't think answering for what the other teams did. I just think that they they they're, they're going to do that either way, and then I think they're going to see they're going to find out what's available in their top nine. You know what what what's there? What could because I do think they need another player now. I'd like to see, as I've said, a winger slash center that can play a bit of both. Um, now that's not that easy, but I think they'll see what's available and what the prices are. Brownie,
2: well, and also I think they need depth. Uh right now, the Oilers have been incredibly lucky the last couple of years, yeah. health wise. So they they I mean, the none of, outside of Evander Kane, their star players have all been healthy. Their back end has been incredibly healthy. Uh, I think Broberg, everyone talks about how well he's doing in the minors, but again, he's in the minors. If one of the Oilers' six defensemen goes down, all of a sudden Broberg's in instead of an home or a nurse, if one of those guys gets hurt, I think they need a veteran player. And as some of the players you just said, they're Zuby. Uh, a veteran player that's been around that you could have in your lineup if someone gets hurt, because there's no way the Oilers go the next 40 games without an injury on the back end. Someone's going to miss a game or two. So I think the Oilers certainly need some depth and veteran depth, both, I think both up front and on the back end, something that can get cheap, but someone that's been there before and adds little experience.
3: Okay. And last one, then let's talk about a bunch of people throwing out names forwards that's a little sexier people want someone sort of to play in the middle six uh maybe to to contribute some offense as well so I'm going to throw out a handful of names here you guys give me let's kind of say irregardless of price And maybe we've done this before but tell me who if it were you if you're if you're Ken Holland who your top two choices would be we got um, we got Jake Gensel we got uh, Konechny we got Henrique, we got Tyler Toffoli we got Jordan Eberle um probably some people on the stream here will let me know a couple of others that they've mentioned that I've missed and also Boone Jenner keeps coming up time and time again and and he was on uh, McDavid and Dry's all-star team and people think oh maybe he's in his ear there but I think he's got a couple years left so people talking about Boone Jenner like an at type deal so of any of those names I said or anyone else on your mind who would be your top two choices for the Oilers Brownie you go first
2: well, I mean, the the two best players there, Gensel
3: and Konechny, I mean, both are
2: fantastic hockey players. Now, I don't know what their contracts are or if the others can afford them. I mean, uh, Gensel, he can play on your first or second line. He can He's a guy that can score 35, 40 goals. He's that good a hockey player. Uh, Konechny, he's a guy that not only can he score, he's a guy you want in the playoffs. hes just, I love watching that kid play. He's got yeah. zero fear. Now, I don't know if there's any chance at all that you get either one of those players because of contract problems. But if those two players go to any team,
1: those teams are instantly better because they got great hockey players. Yeah, I I like those two guys too. I mean, quite frankly, they all sound good to me now. It's just, how do you make it work financially? So, Mm -hmm. you know, you have to trade them twice, probably. I think Gensel's, I want to say six, I might be wrong. So they keep half that three, and they take another half, one and a half. So someone with a one and a half has to move out. Uh, if you don't trade them twice, now you got to move someone out that's three. Like that's getting. So would you trade Fogle to Pittsburgh for a Fogle in a first round or for Gensel or Fogel in a first round or somebody else? Like you're, it's gonna, it's going to be hard. It's going to be pricey. Owners fans. So I think you got to downgrade what you think is leaving or what's coming in. I I really do.
3: Yeah, he is six. Then you prorate that down to he's probably two two and a half. You know. Yeah. Just over two at the time, Rip but line. but you don't have two, but you don't have two. You don't have that much well, space. They have, so. I think they
2: have nothing right now.
3: Yeah. yeah or 800K or some business like that. Tight, 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 tight. All right, fellas. All right, guys. That, that's well, that's it, it there. Let's, Let's get, get to get our to gem, gem of the
1: day. Now, the good old gem. I'm not sure if anyone dropped any nuggets out there. Brownie, do you want to well, take a I run mean, at this one?
2: We started the first 20 seconds of the
1: episode where you were
2: stroking your balls at the long shots <laughs> golfing yesterday. So,
1: Don't people I'm, say that at the course? I've said it before at the course.
3: No. No.
1: <laughs> guys, I haven't. Must be at the wrong kind of courses
3: then. <laughs> wrong hey, kind of courses. Hey, Struts, before we wrap up, do you have the kin print read? Because we forgot to do kin. we have got, got kin print up here. Let's give KinPrint some love. We might've forgot to, I can't find it in my notes, but I do know, we know that we love KinPrint and that they have their high quality yeah. apparel and promotional products. Yeah.
1: If you're but new, company still, KinPrint and- can help you with local design and branding. Visit kinprint.ca. Yeah, I honestly, I, I 100% thought I was hosting it tonight. I, I I The text I got this morning, I'm like, okay. And I was going through my reads. I was getting ready. I had notes ready. You and missed then, the
2: look on Shaggy's face when you started talking. Oh, my God. It was so funny. I didn't He's even like, see
1: it. <laughs> 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 all right. Well, Tuesday night, he'll be back. We'll all be back. The whole family will be together again talking about uh, Vegas. Uh, no winners, Uh Will it be 17 in a row, Brownie, do you think?
2: Well, I'm on an Oiler telecast, yes. They're yeah. going to win their 17th in a row in Vegas in overtime.
1: Zuby, you got it? Sure, think? yeah, I'll
3: take them, too. I, I think it's going to happen. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. All I another know is I can't
1: th- wait to watch it.
3: Another third-period comeback. It'll be in the balance, yeah. I think. So much fun.
1: All right, well, thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll be back on a Tuesday and ready for this long drive But we hope it'll be a long and deep playoff push. I'll be off of Shogar, Brownie, myself, and Sue, We Have a great night. Talk to you Tuesday night, everybody. Good night.